Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, fantasy football players. Get the inside info to win your league this week right now. Our expert, Paul Charchian, is here to take your calls right now at 855-830-8648. Now, from LeagueSafe.com, LeagueSafePost.com, and Fanball.com, here's Paul Welcome back to the program. Bill Michael Show is on the air. We are broadcasting live at Blaine's Farm and Fleet, and they have Toyland inside. We are hoping for Toyland outside. We're on Rawson Avenue in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. We do it every year. The 11th annual toy drive. It's been going on all week long. We have the semi-trailer half full. We're a little bit behind schedule. We need your help. Some new unwrapped toys uh, to fill the bins to uh, send over to Children's Hospital. This is their biggest uh, toy drive all season long. Last year we raised over $111,000. We're looking to break that record, and, and we've got a pretty good start to that. By the way, I want to say hi to our buddy Dean. I've known Dean for a long time. Dean is a, a terrific guy. See him all the time. When it comes to uh, racing in the state of Wisconsin, you can see and hear uh, Dean's voice at almost every racetrack all over. I mean, Dean's a great guy, and I see him out at Slinger all the time. I see him at the Milwaukee Mile. He dropped off 100 bucks. so thanks to Dean for coming by. Time now to uh, have some fantasy football chatter go on. Paul Charchian, our good buddy from LeagueSafe.com, LeagueSafePost.com. Uh, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Charge, how you been, buddy? I've been good. Now, I, what I want to know about the David Bakhtiari show, now that I know that there is a David Bakhtiari show, does he <laughs> talk board games? Does he talk his, his – I know he plays a lot of Settlers of Catan. Does that ever come up? It has not come up, but I know that uh, some of those guys – a lot of those guys are really into different types of strategic-style games. Now, some of them are into yeah. gaming when you're talking about using a controller – but some yeah. of those guys are it, it's it's not quite a Mensa meeting, but some of these guys are of, of a little bit you know higher than normal intelligence when it comes to your typical athlete, so to speak. Yeah, and well, yeah, you know, you know, and broadly, I think that's one of the biggest things that casual fans get wrong on football players is they think they're a bunch of idiots, and, and by and large, they're not. And Bakhtiari, yeah, Bakhtiari, known for his love of Settlers of Catan, the board game, and now there's a new Game of Thrones version of it that just came out in the last week. So there you, there's topic number one, David Bakhtiari, if you're listening. And you probably ought to be practicing or something. But if you're listening right now, Game of Thrones for Settlers. The Settlers of Catan uh, Game of Thrones version out today. Uh, uh, well, some of them are Mensa meeting members, unless, of course, you're uh, Fletcher Cox. Did you read that story? <laughs> who no, is, who, I did not read that story. Who has no idea. Fletcher Cox is being sued by a North Carolina man. Who claims that uh, Fletcher Cox has uh, stolen the affection of his wife? What they they met at a work. Uh, she went to, to on a work trip to Pennsylvania in April. Uh, they she ended up moving there in October, and then uh, her husband found out that uh, between Snapchat, text messages, and emails, that Fletcher Cox has been corresponding with her rather graphically. <laughs> she no longer wants uh, her husband physically, so he sued Fletcher Cox. For over fifty thousand dollars, just because he ain't getting them some. Wow! How about that? Welcome yeah. his wife. How Maybe about that? Huh? Wife. I mean, yeah, yeah. wife's culpable here too. 
You know, yeah. close to your wife. See how, that yeah. how far that gets. I know. Yeah. I know. Right. I get it. Hey, uh, we got questions, so uh, let's get to phone calls because we got we got a bunch of them right now. Let's go to Jim listening to Menominee Falls. Jim, you got a question for Paul Charchian? Uh, yes, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Josh McNown, Mariota, or Matt Ryan? Uh, Marcus Mariota. I like him a lot. Since week three, here are the full-game quarterbacks who did not throw for 300 yards and multiple touchdowns against the Texans. That's Mariota's opponent. So these are the guys who did not throw for 300 yards and multiple touchdowns. Blaine Gabbert, Kevin Hogan, and Joe Flacco. Everybody else, 300 yards and multiple touchdowns. We'll take Marcus Mariota against uh, the Houston Texans. There you go. Let's go to Todd listening uh, to us on our fine affiliate over there in Platteville, but goes over to Dubuque, Iowa. Todd, how you doing? Mm. Pretty good. Hey, guys. I've got Phillip Rivers versus Cleveland and Kirk Cousins tonight at Dallas. Six points per touchdown. Um, I've got them both. I am ranked four and five, and I have them rated exactly the same at uh, at 9.0 out of my 10-point scale. So, you know, I've, I've liked them both. We'll, we'll touch on them both briefly. For Cousins, an attractive matchup with the Cowboys. They are bottom seven in completions, passing yards, passing touchdowns allowed, and he's playing way better. Basically, ever since they cut uh, or IR'd uh, Terrell Pryor, this has been a really good offense in general, really good under Kirk Cousins. It's, it was the old uh, addition by subtraction, I think. And in his last three meetings with Dallas, Kirk Cousins averaging 360 passing yards and 1.7 touchdowns. So I like Kirk Cousins a lot. I like Philip Rivers against Cleveland as well. They've allowed multiple touchdown passes in six of their last eight games. And Rivers has thrown multiple touchdowns in six of his last eight games too. But I, I'm going to give Cousins a, the edge here. But really, you know, play your gut at that point. So close. This one's from Brandon who says, tight end in a standard league, Charles Clay or Jack Doyle? Uh, Charles Clay has given you very, very little, um, regardless of who his quarterback is, and um, really just hasn't gotten back to his early season form when he was pretty a pretty big part of this offense. And the Patriots haven't allowed a tight end since to score since Week Six anyway. And um, yeah, so and his history against uh, against New England is uh, is pretty depressing, at averaging 18 yards per game over his career against the Patriots. Uh, Ken, and Ken, I got to get to Ken because Ken wrote this early today before the show even went on the air. He said, oh, standard scoring league, Jamal Williams or Alfred Morris? Well, you tell me about the Jamal Williams side of this matchup. I, you know what? He, I, for whatever, his numbers haven't been gaudy, but for whatever mm-hmm. reason, the guy seems to get three yards and falls forward every damn time. Yep. I, I'll tell you, I, I like him. Um, and I think, I think a power back is going to be, is well suited for this offense. And it will be even more so when Rodgers comes back. And the Bucks have been hit hard by workhorse running backs. Guys who get a lot of carries. Guys who can run between the tackles. Dalvin Cook, Adrian Peterson, Shady McCoy, Kevin Coleman, all with monster games against the Bucks. And that's what you're getting with Jamal Williams. So I, I like him here quite a bit. He's my number 12 running back this week. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls and talk to a TJ in Greenfield. TJ, how you doing? Not bad. I got a receiver question. Uh, I need Des Bryant. Uh, Jarvis Landry or Doxon, unless you decide, or unless you think I should pick somebody up off the river wire if you got a suggestion. No, no, no. You got my number 16 wide receiver, Des Bryant. Um, he uh, spends only one right. quarter of his snaps on the right hand side of the field, and that's Josh Norman's side of the field. So the other 75%, he's not on Josh Norman. That means he's getting Brashad Breland or Kendall Fuller, and those are exploitable matchups. So. I, I do. I like that. I know he's in a five-game scoring slump right now. He hasn't a hundred-yard game in a year, but I like Des in this matchup. 
If you got a question for Paul Charchi, the line is available, 855-830-8648. Let's go back to the phone calls. Talk to Wayne listening to us in Oconomowoc. Wayne, how are you doing today? Good, good. See, i got a PPR. I need to sit one uh, to make the playoffs here. Uh, Sterling Shepard, Fitzgerald, or Demarius Thomas? Well, it, it gets pretty easy to sit Sterling Shepard under these circumstances. You know, it, it, it's Geno Smith at the helm, and you know it convert it diverging trends here for Sterling Shepard. The positive part is the Raiders secondary has given up four touchdowns to slot receivers in their last five games, and Sterling Shepard plays a slot. The other side of the coin, Geno Smith is the dark lord of worm burners. He's got more <laughs> interceptions than touchdowns. He's got more multiple interception games and multiple touchdown games. He's averaging less than one touchdown pass per game throughout his career. I can't advocate starting Sterling Shepard when you have other viable options. He has killed more ground varmints than any quarterback in the <laughs> National Football League, is what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We've got more on hold. Wayne, William, and a cast of thousands. Stay tuned. We're going to be in Minneapolis where Charge is coming up for uh, this year's Radio Row broadcast uh, leading up to Super Bowl 52. We're going to be brought to you by our great friends at Robert Hack Diamonds. Brett and the gang on Port Washington and Green Tree Roads in Milwaukee. 76th and Layton and Greenfield. If you need uh, cash for your gold, they pay the most. That's been verified by the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel in the independent study. And don't forget, when it comes to rings, when it comes to engagement rings, when it comes to diamonds, that's where I went when uh, Sherry and I got engaged. And I can't recommend them any more highly if I had to. I mean, I, I, that's putting my money where my mouth is. So stop in and see Brett and the gang over at Robert Hag Diamonds. Also our friends at Great Lakes Dragaway. Check them out at greatlakesdragaway.com. 2018 season passes already up on the website. They're ready for your holiday gift giving right now. Stay tuned. More with Paul Charchi and Fantasy Football Chatter coming up next to The Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. This is the 11th annual Toy Drive for Children's Hospital. New this year, we have a dip jar. What's a dip jar? It's a simple way to make a monetary donation by simply dipping your credit or debit card to make a $10 or $25 donation. In this case, we also encourage double dipping. See what I did there? Now, back to the live show. Just outside Toyland at Blaine's Farm and Fleet, 6th and Rawson in Oak Creek. Welcome back. The Bill Michaels Show is on the air. We are broadcasting live out here at uh, Blaine's Farm and Fleet in Oak Creek on Rawson Avenue. It's the 11th annual toy drive for the Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. And we cannot do this without you. Thanks to everybody that's come by. Rick in Oak Creek, Dina Muskego, who I had mentioned a little while ago, Doug, Listening to us in Greenfield, Tim, who uh, him and his family drove down from Sheboygan. We just had one from Mark a little while ago who came down from Manitowoc, all within the sound of my voice. And also James, who said he drove through the tolls coming out of Illinois to come up here and drop it off. Yes, our signal reaches down into the northern burbs of Chicago. So thanks to everybody. And if you had to pay a toll to get here, man, kudos to you. Thanks so much. That's why I wanted to make sure we gave him a shout-out. We certainly... Certainly appreciate it. Time to get back into our fantasy football chatter. Paul Charchian from LeagueSafe.com and LeagueSafePost.com. Getting back to the phone calls. Let's go to William listening to us in Wauwatosa on 105.7 FM, The Fan. William, how you doing? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Enjoy your show a lot. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I mean, two out of these three, Jay Ajayi, Kareem Hunt, 
for Isaiah Crowell and is Isaiah uh, Hunt worthy of keeping in the 16 team two keeper league next year? <laughs> well, yes, yes, he is. And, you know, things will get better for Kareem Hunt. Nothing lazier than the Kareem Hunt analysis that he's hit the rookie wall. These are people who are not, who are just looking at it and go, oh, that's November. He's a rookie. It's struggling. Yeah, we'll call it the rookie wall. It's, it's so lazy. If you watch him play, he is playing hard and has nowhere to go because defenses and last week it was Buffalo all they did is stack the box to stop him he was taking the handoff being swarmed by guys it's it's it really isn't his fault and he I still think he's three months a very good runner JJ is going to be the odd man out most weeks for you because JJ is splitting a backfield with four other people and it's really really hard to know like it you know like last week you know when he's going to be when he's going to have an opportunity to score and it's it's an ongoing frustration he draws a Seattle defense this week that's Top 10 in yards per carry and rushing attempts and rushing yards. And so it's not even a good matchup. So he's your odd man out. Uh, let's go to Matt listening to us in Wausau on the mighty WRIG Fox Sports Radio there. Hey, Charge. I want to know uh, what two tight ends would you roster for the rest of the season on a PPR league? Witten, Hunter Henry, or Greg Olson? Uh, Greg Olson may not play this week. I'm nervous. He's not practiced yet. He didn't practice today with a foot injury, and that, that taints a little my feeling here. Hunter Henry is, um, is it's an, he's an all-or-nothing guy, but I want to believe, especially going into the end of the year, they're going to use him more. And what a great matchup this week for Hunter Henry against Cleveland. It's They've allowed tight end touchdowns in four straight games. They've allowed the most tight end receptions, the second most tight end touchdowns. I love Hunter Henry this week, and, yeah, I, I'm going to – I'm going to go with Hunter Henry. It's tempting to go with Olsen, but just I, I don't. You know, if you told me right now, I got to decide right now on Thursday at 12:52. Can I trust Greg Olson to be healthy the rest of the year? I can't do it. There you have it. Let's go back to the phone calls. Neil in Dodgeville, 96.7 FM, the Zone. Neil, how you doing? Hey, good, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Um, sure. I got a question this week regarding uh, wide receivers. Should I go Michael Thomas, Cooper Cup? Or take a flyer on Josh Gordon. I need one of those guys. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. We haven't talked Josh Gordon yet. Um, well, let me start here. If do you have any thoughts on on Josh Gordon and him coming back? Do you, uh, if, the, if there's anything you if you have, I want to give you the floor first, Bill. Uh, I don't think even if he does come back, I I don't even know what he brings to the table at this point. I mean, granted, they're going to use him weaponry wise because he's just better than some of the guys that he has, but. Let's be honest. What does he really have? I, I wouldn't go with Josh Gordon. On Sunday, it will be 1,077 days since Josh Gordon caught a pass. It'll be 1,449 days since he caught a touchdown. And we don't know. They, they announced he's going to start, right? So, you know, right. does, that mean he, does that mean he gets 20 plays or does that mean he gets 50 plays? I, I mean, it's... It's unlikely to, in my mind, that he gets a full workload for the full game in his first game back, and he's only been practicing with the team for, what, three weeks? What we do know is that he's still got Deshaun Kaiser throwing him the ball. Kaiser started 10 games. Bill, he's thrown five touchdowns on the season. Five. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know how hard it is to, to throw half a touchdown a game on a season? Right. That's where Deshaun Kaiser is. So I, I just think there's a lot working against Josh Gordon this week in particular in his first week out, and let's reevaluate after next week. I think everybody's rooting for him as a human being, right? I mean, we can all agree on that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. we all we, we all we all want to see this thing have a happy ending. That Put it this way. This is it for him. It's got to be. But how many times have we said that? 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I have a feeling that this is it for him. To go. Yeah, yeah. It might be. Uh, let's go to Pat listening to us in Oconomowoc. Pat, welcome to the program. you got a question for Paul Chargian. 397. <laughs> That's a new one. 397. 397. All right. <laughs> you giving out his area code or a combination to his locker? <laughs> Uh, let's do this. This one's from Aaron, who says that Dak Prescott or Matt Ryan, four points for passing touchdowns. Uh, we haven't talked a lot about tonight's game, and I, I know Dak's been terrible. Uh, the whole the whole offense has been bad. I think it all comes back this week. Here's why: it looks like they also have their entire starting offensive line back. I love that. He goes up against Washington. Dak does, uh, and the Washington secondary was getting shredded before they shut down the anemic Giants passing attack on Thanksgiving. The three games prior to that, opposing quarterbacks had averaged 330 yards and almost three touchdown passes against Washington. So I, I think Dak gets it all back here. And and by the way, as a side note, somehow Washington's allowed three different quarterbacks to rush for 50 or more yards, 50. And so Prescott could chip in a significant fantasy points on the ground here too. Uh, real quick here, I got one more for you, and this is uh, quarterback help. Lost two in a row because Dak has been horrible. Do I chance him again? Or he yeah. says this time, and I, I saw you write this earlier today, should he go with Case Keenum? Case Keenum. You're, Case Keenum is your November Offensive Player of the Month. How about that? <laughs> what kind of weird reality is this? <laughs> Whoever would have thought yeah, I would go with Dak for the reasons I just mentioned. Um, it, as good as Case is playing, and it's, it is, he's been playing great, um, this is a, it's actually a really tough matchup against the Falcons. They've had a good secondary all season long, and the preponderance of Case Keenum starts are still one-touchdown affairs. So I know he's playing great lately, maybe even over his head lately, but um, I can't expect him to keep doing it on the road against a good defense. Yep. I agree. Always a pleasure, my friend, and uh, look forward Thank to seeing you. you. We're a couple of months away now. I can't believe it, but we'll be there. I know. I'm, I'm already yeah. hitting the. I'm already hitting the treadmill. And Looking forward to. Oh, I know. I, I that that I that I completely believe. Good stuff as always. We'll talk again next <laughs> week, pal. All right. See you. There you go. Our buddy Paul Charging from LeagueSafe.com, LeagueSafePost.com, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Also from Fanball.com, you can read his stuff there. When we come back, going to talk a little bit about Children's Hospital. That's the reason we are here. Also in the next hour, J.P. Gadorn who is uh, going to be down at the Big Ten Championship game for Spectrum Sports. We'll get his thoughts on the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Wisconsin Badgers. By the way, the Buckeyes announcing today that JT Barrett over the weekend had surgery on that knee, and he will play against the Badgers on Saturday night. That should be interesting. Get into that discussion a little bit later. But uh, the reason we are here, coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. Wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.